to the Bean Ninjas podcast, where you get an all-access pass to see what happens behind the closed doors of a fast-growing global bookkeeping and financial reporting business. So we are here. First of all, let's introduce ourselves. Uh, so I'm Anthony Chansmooth. <laughs> and I'm Michael Walk. And uh, Michael, what's your role currently at Bean Ninjas? I'm a financial coach at Bean Ninjas and a profit first consultant. Excellent. And yourself? And I am the learning and community lead for Bean Ninjas Education. Uh, and you're working on money mindset. Yes, yes. Right. Rolling out a new business unit in Bean Ninjas called Bean Ninjas Money Mindset. Okay, right. So we're going to dig a bit more into that now. We are recording a uh, five-part working in public series for 2020, and let's talk about why we're doing this. Um, so, Mike, what are some of the reasons we're sort of doing this series? So, I think the reason why we're going public with it is to provide a, the ultimate level of accountability, uh, both holding each other to it as well as the public so they can they can learn from our journey as we launch this new unit and hopefully maybe learn from some of the challenges and issues we face and, and yeah, get some value from it. Love it. And, yeah, this is like a series we actually did in 2019. So Meryl uh, and Wayne Richard, they got, they got together and we did two product launches uh, they did a simultaneous product launch, uh, and that's been documented over five five part series. And so they're gonna that's gonna be linked in the show notes if you want to check that out. But there was a lot of um, positive feedback that came from that because the other people who were following it were saying that's really cool that you kind of you know open the curtains a bit and, and let people see behind the scenes of what is happening inside the business. Because often you know we we see what's the polished product at the end of it, um, but not so much the challenges and the goals and the metrics and those sort of things. And, and I think for anyone working in a startup or trying to grow a, a, a business, um, that level of detail is quite important. What do you reckon? Absolutely. Absolutely. The devil's in the detail. <laughs> For sure. For sure. And we just enjoy, uh, as one of our uh, sort of key values is always always growing. Uh, and so this is a big part of that. We want to share what we're learning and it's not always wins. There are challenges and struggles and we're going to go through some of that as well. Okay. So now, Michael, what are you actually working on right now and why? So I guess right now I'm working on getting Bean Ninja's money mindset and online presence. That's the top priority is, is getting up our, um, our service offering to, to the World Wide Web to let people know what we're doing. Um, and it's, it's the beginning of, of this business unit. So it's formulating what our offering is and letting our current clients as well as new clients know what we're doing. So there's a whole bunch of stuff that um, we're rolling out as part of that. And, and I'll talk through the deliverables maybe in coming up. Cool. So what are, for Bean Ninja's Money Mindset, what's kind of the first product, if you will, that you're actually putting out there? So we're helping people with implementing Profit First, which is an awesome cash flow blueprint system based on a, a book called Profit First by the same name. Um, that This is something that our clients have been asking for and people have really been demanding. So it was the no-brainer first product that we want to launch. So it's helping people get this implemented in their business and then offering a six-month program to help them as set the first goals, but then also move along and, and delve into some of the more advanced techniques with it. That's cool. So I know you've recorded a, a whole episode with Meryl about the launch of, of yeah. the business unit and yeah. the product. So uh, if you want to learn more about that, go and check that one out. Mm. Uh, and Michael's also published a, a couple of blog posts on our blog, which goes into specifics around the implementation product and, yeah. and what Profit First is. Um, what are you working on, Anne? 
Well, I'm sort of tied to that profit first. That, you know, the validation of that kind of came from the courses that we launched last year. We launched a couple of zero uh, online courses or, or mentorship programs. And uh, I'm working on building B Ninjas Education, which, which is also a new business unit for B Ninjas. And um, the first two products uh, that we're d- developing are a a bookkeeping, a zero bookkeeping course, and also a uh, financial literacy course, which we're calling we're calling Know Your Numbers, uh, and that's coming out in June. So they're kind of the two things, and really just we know it's validated because we did the validation last year with a couple of uh, pilots that we ran with existing B Ninjas, Ninjas clients and, and new people to B Ninjas. But now we're looking at how do we actually uh, grow this as a completely different business unit as an education. So I'm driving that right now. Awesome. And I think it's great we're doing this podcast together because we're both moving in a, a similar direction, which is trying to that add value to people's businesses and educate them and, and really try and offer, um, you know, a whole bunch of knowledge to help them level up and not just move away from straight compliance work, which is what a lot of accounting historically mm-hmm. was. And, and yeah, I think it's, it's awesome and exciting we're doing this. 100%. All right. So now how is this different from actually starting from scratch? Because we kind of both mentioned that th- these businesses that we're developing are coming from uh, Bean Ninjas, which is a brand which has been around, business has been around. It's, it's going to hit its five, fifth year uh, very shortly. So how's it different from you doing your own startup or, you know, freelancing or me doing my own thing? What are your thoughts around that? I mean, the, the biggest difference for me is that I still get to be in the Bean Ninjas team and be part of our, our network and, and still have all those relationships we've developed. And that's what I really value about working with Bean Ninjas and, and also our clients that I've worked with for years and years as well. And it's, I mean, for us, I think it's a rolling start. You, you hit the ground running and you've, you've kind of, instead of having to get an online web presence, it's just building out a landing page. And so it really gives us a bit of a fast forward in those early initial stages of, of the business and hopefully get it up and running a little bit quicker. Yeah, so uh, I agree with that. I think, you know, having both had our own sort of side hustles and businesses before even joining Bean Ninjas, um, I, it could take a good two to three years to really get a, a client base, to get your name out, to get people to know what you do. Um, you know, in a startup world, we call that product market fit. Uh, and Bean Ninjas has already been through that journey, right? Yeah. So um, we're literally coming in going, well, we've already been part team members involved in the team for a number of years now uh, and so now we're leveraging that asset if you will uh, to, to grow something which is it's not new in the sense that it's we, we've already identified with existing clients that this is what they want right and so that's kind of a big plus for us doing these projects definitely cool uh, and uh, I think another you mentioned um, so what, what about the, the role of the support of the t- Ninjas, Ninjas team and and CEO and, and different people in sort of helping you guide the path uh, that you're going through with with launching. It's been it's been a huge help. So uh, Meryl has stepped into kind of a mentor role for me as I'm as I'm launching this and helps keep me on track with what the real big important goals are and not getting lost. I think starting any new business, there's so many shiny objects you can chase, especially in the on- online world of where you want to go with. Um, all types of, of tricks. So it's it's good that she's keeping me accountable and also um, keeping me on track with what the, the really important stuff is to get moving at this stage. Um, but it's it's relying on the knowledge within our group. You know, we've got obviously Wayne is is another partner in Binnage. He's a great source of knowledge. You're great as well with marketing, copywriting. I'm asking you a million questions <laughs> in the past few weeks. 
So, you know, we've, we've got a really awesome team w- within here. So it's, it's kind of, it's amazing to be able to use that network on a, on a daily basis. Yeah. I want to give a shout out to Fiona Fenton too, who's our, I don't know, like, she's a superwoman. I don't even know yeah, what her role she's, is. She's, she's Operations manager she plus all. everything else. Uh, cause Fiona actually helped me set up, uh, fill a gap that I have because I'm not strong. I'm not an accountant and don't have that training like you do and, and, and some of the other team members, but, um, Fiona really helped me with the forecasting of being ninjas education and really putting numbers around, okay, what does growth look like and what are um, what are some realistic targets that, that we can hit because yeah. it's easy to, you know, blue sky it and go, yeah, I'm going to like be a million-dollar company in the next four months and, and realistically, well, that's not the case always. <laughs> and so having someone to come in and go, okay, well, let me help you forecast really helps. And I know you can do that for yourself, but yeah. um, like what you said, you're leveraging, like for, for example, my strengths to help you with some of the marketing mm-hmm. materials and things yeah. like that. Um, cool. Now let's talk about project deliverables and what are some of the things you've been working on um, in, the last, in the last week, but certainly moving forward as well. Awesome. Yeah. And so I'll, I'll list a few of these, which probably we can revisit on the next ones to see how we're going and tracking against them. Yep. Um, big focus for me is actually just getting our online presence up. So that's getting the landing page uh, sorted and published, getting a couple of blog posts that I've written and Meryl's also written one about launching this business, getting them live, um, publishing these podcasts and, and trying to get myself out there a little bit. Firstly, in the online world, because you know our passion is online businesses. So that's where we need to be present. Um, and then in terms of the more detailed like week-to-week metrics, I'm trying to go to at least one in-person networking event here in Sydney. Uh, I'm trying to book at least five Profit First Blueprint sessions each week and then also uh, help one client with their Profit First implementation per week. So those are my big goals that I'm going to try and measure against. Awesome. So let's for the, for the uninitiated, what, what is a Blueprint session? So that's a, a one-hour call with me where we go through a whole range of different um, goals and metrics for someone's business. And it's an opportunity for people just to, to be able to ask a chartered accountant any burning questions they've got. Um, and then also as part of that session, we talk through the profit-first concepts and how that might help them when they're looking at their business. So it's not a sales call at all. It's 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 really trying to add value as much as possible yep. um, and then show them that this is a potential solution that they could think about. Okay, and then the implementation. What's that one? That's that's a more in depth process, and that that runs over a number of weeks and can roll out for six months more, depending on which coaching program people want. But that's actually on the ground, detailed, helping you measure where you're currently sitting in terms of the profit first world, and then step by step guidance to help you roll it out and implement it and build those behaviors, build those habits to to kind of get you focused on it. So is that similar to some degree to having a virtual CFO or is that different? It is. I mean, you've got, you've got a chartered accountant at your disposal and you can ask him a million questions, yes, but it's, it's mainly the, the spine of it is yep. the profit first theory okay. because that's something that we believe in and we have found to be really useful. In So being in just money mindset is running profit first. We know it and we think it makes a lot of sense. It's, um, I'm an accountant, but I think for small business owners, this makes a lot of sense. It's simplified and it's actionable and it's easy to understand once you're running. So, um, yeah, I think that's that should cover it. Pretty cool. Now, for some people listening to this, they might be going, hey, Michael, that sounds really cool, um, but is it right for my business? So is there an ideal business for this and is there a, a business that's probably not a good fit? It fits with all types and shapes and sizes of businesses, yeah. So it's it's really diverse and the system can kind of merge depending on what you need you can kind of bolt on things if you need to and shrink if you need to so 
it is pretty wide ranging, to be honest, and that's why it's so popular. It's one of the best selling business books on online and all in the world at the moment. Yep. Shout out to Michael McCullowitz, and yeah. I'm sure you'll you'll get to hang out with him soon enough. <laughs> um, awesome. What about yourself, Amp? I don't think we've gone through your project deliverables. <laughs> Let's hold you accountable. All right. So I've um, so last week I've been working on a six month. Beninja's education strategy uh, and just really looking at what our, what's the Q1 strategy. So what are we doing in, in, in Q1, which we're sort of middle of right now? And then what is it, what are we going to be doing after the first course launch in March? Uh, and then six months from now, sort of what are we doing, right? So I've worked through that and, and uh, I'll put a tick to that. That's completed. Um, but that's always evolving. So we can plan as much as we want sort of today, but, you know, things change and, and priorities change. So, yep. so that over the next few weeks, I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about that a bit more. Um, the other thing I looked at, uh, I've been working on is a pay-per-click strategy, which is basically our strategy for Facebook and Google ads. And this is a new thing for being ninjas. Like we had tested Facebook ads Several years ago when I wasn't in the picture, um, didn't go too well. And now we're actually working with a, a, a consultant and also someone who's actually implementing um, those campaigns for us, uh, Brian. And so that's really like I had to get clear around, well, what are the measures, metrics for success? How do we know, you know, that now that we're hiring someone to do this, um, how do we know that we're actually getting run wins on the board, right? And, and that we're not just wasting our money and time and all those yeah. sort of things. Um the other, uh, the third uh, sort of focus I've got is actually similar to you, building out a sales funnel, um, which means getting a landing page up for not only for the, the course that we're selling, but also for the what's called a lead magnet, which is a three-part video series on how to find hidden cash in zero, um, and that's a free education um, video series that we're putting out as sort of the first. It's almost like a, a try before you buy experience of what it's like to. Um, um, to work with B Ninjas and get in, you know, you're learning from uh, from an accountant. Meryl essentially walks you through um, using zero in these videos, and then then after that, you you get an you know an invitation to sign up for the course if it's right for you. So that's been a whole process. And as you being a video videographer and video editor yourself, you know how time consuming that can be, and also yeah. getting the message and all those things right. Absolutely, you know, there's yeah. a lot of work. Um, and then the Final one for me has been partner outreach. So you've been going out to networking events. For me, I've kind of been networking, but online. So I've been emailing and calling people, or Zoom calling people, um, trying to find the right partners to actually help us um, spread the word about what we're doing. Um, and, and I know you're, you're doing that. You'll be doing that real soon. Um, yeah. But that's that's something that's been a key focus because when you're talking about education, um, the best way to sell education in, in, in my experience has been to actually work with partners who align with what you're doing and then they can share, you know, your educational assets, whether it's blog posts, podcast, some kind of, you know, video training course that you're putting out um, yeah. and then finding the right partners who like, they know who we are, they trust us, they've worked with us before, and then they say, yep, I'm happy to put that out to my audience of 2,000 business owners or something like that. Yeah. Um, and that, so that's been a key focus for me. Yeah, absolutely. And how do you find the partners with the right audience, you know? that's Is that a big part of this process? Yeah, absolutely. So it's uh, sitting down and, and sort of brainstorming. It's almost like, you know, if you were going to, to – if you wanted to have all these partners in a room – and you're hosting some kind of event and you're going to send invitations to them, yeah. you then have to define the criteria and say, okay, well, who are the ideal partners, all right? So for us, they are, they're, they're running an online business. They're using zero. okay? Yeah. Um, ideally, they're already one of our clients or have worked with us before in some capacity. Um, they know the brand. 
So we're not completely new. They've gone, yep, we've, we know Bean Ninjas. We know yeah. you, you're a zero partner, bookkeeping partner of the year, 2019. Um, they also respect the work that we do in terms of educating. Yeah. Um, and that they have an audience, and this is the key part of it, they have an audience which fits one of our sort of buyer personas, right? Yep. So I'm very clear when I meet with them, these are who our, our ideal clients are. Um, and does any of your uh, audience or clientele fit that? And if they don't, we're not a fit, right? Um, and I'll add one more, which is what's the what's your audience size? So if they're just a new business starting out literally last week, registered ABN, um, I'm probably not a good fit. But if they've been around two to three years, you know, and they've built some sort of recognition within their industry, um, then I'm going, okay, we can talk. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Awesome. All right. So let's talk, move on to um, now that we kind of know what the priorities are and the deliverables, what are the key challenges that you've experienced, uh, you know, over the last seven days? For me, I think it's just getting myself out there more has been a big push. Um, traditionally, being an accountant, you're you're kind of in, in the books and helping people with analysis, but you don't, you don't have to put yourself out there as much. So, um, building my LinkedIn presence, putting videos up there, um, attending in-person events. I mean, I love chatting to people. That's why I'm getting into coaching. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a hermit. But um, get it, for me, finding that balance between um, being positive without too salesy, you know, and, and just trying to be genuine. I'm just trying to find that balance. And I said to you before this call, it's also just exhausting going to so many events. <laughs> I didn't have a night off last week. So it was, yeah, yeah. It, was it was jam-packed. So I think for me, it's probably refining um, which events are the best fit and who, what am I trying to get out of them and trying to meet the right kind of people that it's a mutually beneficial thing. I think it's probably probably the best idea for moving, moving forward. Yep. And then the other thing in, in terms of not being too salesy is actually trying to make sure that I'm offering genuine value to small business owners and trying to get that across in a meaningful way rather than some sort of slapdash here by this course it'll change your life i want to i want to feel like i'm helping people so making sure i get that message across in a genuine way but also really solving problems that that that'll depend whether i if i sink or swim that's the big kind of crux of it yeah and i think that intention that you have that has to be adding value at all times whether you're out networking or you're um talking to clients like that that's going to put you in a winning place because mm. I think it all starts with intention and you know having gone networking like you know when you meet people who don't have that intention how that comes across right yeah yeah absolutely and what about what about you what are the big challenges in the education world uh so for me it's a couple a few things first one is transitioning from my role so Last year, I was a marketing coordinator for the Ninjas um, and doing, you know, managing a lot of things, podcasts, blog, partnerships, a lot of things. Uh, and then now transitioning that to becoming sort of the learning and community lead and, and just sort of moving things off my plate, if you will, to, to open a doorway and a time to, for me to focus on driving this business unit. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing. Uh, and then uh, project managing the moving parts as well. So you know, there's we've got contractors that I'm working with, we've got the partners that I'm trying to get onto calls with, uh, and also just competing priorities on, on different things. And, and like you, um, it's it's shiny object syndrome. Hey, yeah, I want to do that right now. Or oh, that LinkedIn thing looks cool. Let's do that for an yeah. hour. And, and, and yeah. you know, all, all of a sudden that hour's gone, blown out to four hours, and you're like, oh, crap, I'm behind. I haven't done my sales calls. Like, yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, so doing that. Um, and I, I'm sure you're experiencing this and, and would love your thoughts around this. It. just the tug of war between, like, sales, right, getting those sales numbers up um, versus building the system, like getting the system in place and then building your network because yeah. you need the people in order to sell things and to, right? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is a challenge about prioritizing. And that's why I mentioned Meryl's been great keeping me accountable for what the big, you know, what's going to move the needle and making sure those are getting done first. And then that, that other stuff can fall in around it. Yeah. So that, that speaks to the role of the mentor and making sure that you do have a mentor when you're trying to do this. Mm -hmm. Um, very important. And I, I, I really appreciate us having that the Slack channel and we're us doing daily sort of we're calling a daily scrum or daily update just mm. to check in. These are my priorities today and, and what are you doing and um, having that that place to voice out any challenges. Definitely, yeah, yeah. that's really helpful. Cool. Um, all right, so now talking about time. All right, Mike, how do you decide what to spend time on? Uh, it's it's a juggle, like like we were just talking about, trying to keep all the balls in the air on any one day. Uh, so I've got, you know, my big rocks, which was to get the landing page out there, get the blog post, get, get my name out there a little bit. And then the little rocks, which can fall in around those big tasks each day, which is making sure I do my direct outreach every day and keeping those things moving along as well as servicing our existing clients who have, have purchased the product. So making sure that their experience is amazing because obviously you want all of your first customers to be raving about you. So that's something I'm really focused on as well. So it's... Yeah, it's, it's a balance of all of them, yep. but um, yeah, I think I've got it sorted so far. Good on you. And um, you're also studying. Yeah, yeah. So to become, a, I mean, obviously I've, I know a lot about Profit First already, but to become a certified Profit First professional um, and registered with, you know, the the Australian office, which is connected to Mike in the book back in the US, um, you need to go through a whole bunch of training, which is, you know, hours and hours. It's pretty pretty like there's a lot going on there it's not it's, it's really detailed and there's a lot of content to go through so it's also making sure i tick along there because once i'm certified with the australian team i actually get leads via the profit first website as mm. well so they provide leads to their certified professionals yeah so that's going to be another source of leads for me but i have to be qualified before i do that so i'm pretty much there um i've just got a bit of sales training to do and then i've got to take the exam to in order to get my shiny badge so that's another big one that I want to get done before the end of this quarter. There you go. Yeah, yeah that, that education piece is like we never stop learning, do we? Like as always, certify and, and get your knowledge up to scratch and get, yeah. you know, your practice hours in, uh, yeah. so they call it. Um, and, and I'm kind of, though I'm not doing sort of any digital or community certification per se, uh, my, like I have to constantly educate, like, you know, yeah. what's what's trending in community management right now that I need to be aware of, you know, Facebook groups versus Slack, like where should we build our community? Yeah. These questions are coming up and I need to sort of look at what's the best practice and that's sort of always there as well. Um, and we haven't really talked about the personal lives either, like outside of work, this <laughs> health, managing your mind and your spirit and your body and, you know, yeah. your partners and your family and all these other things, right? Yeah. So um, we'll work and cover those later, but I just want to make a note that that's still happening as well. Yes. And for me, like moving back to Sydney and finding yeah. an apartment, right? Um, yeah. Stressful. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we have our ways. Yes. Cool. So I think we're on to what we're working on next week. Well, how about, um, well, I can talk about what I'm spending my time on too. Yeah, okay. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, well, yeah. Well, a couple of things. Well, what, are you, what are you doing next week with your time? Uh, well, there you talk go. me through your priorities. <laughs> well, let me just share, my, you share your big, sort of big rocks. Okay. Uh, yeah, yep, for yep. me. My big rock for 2020 is to sell 100 courses. Wow, okay. Right? Um, and so I've broken that down. Like you, I've got sort of smaller rocks, if you will. Um, so first one of the, the first launch here in, in March is to sell 20 of our mentorship courses. Um, and, and so, you know, people may or may not be aware, but you're also our financial coach in that course. So yep. working closely with you to make sure we deliver an exceptional experience. Yep, excited um, about that. Yep, and have, you know, the right students in the room. Uh, and then we're also looking at... Um, working on developing and kicking off the Bean Ninjas community plan. Yeah. Um, that's one of my sort of 
big rocks for, for this quarter. Uh, I'm also just, yeah, so now moving into what am I doing next week, uh, key goals here, finalizing a three-part the three-part video series, getting those pages up, as well as getting the drip sequence tested. So we're using a tool called Drip for our email marketing, um, getting that into place, testing that before we launch the actual three-part video series, which be, will be on the 2nd of March. Um, so we're not too far away. And then the, the sales period or the enrollment period for the course happens soon after that. So moving into the 9th and 10th of March. Um, and then we kick off the course on the 23rd of March. So these things are... <laughs> They're moving. It's going to keep you busy. Yes. How about you? Um, so next week, I'll just be... I've got, I'm flying away to visit one of our clients on Wednesday over in Indonesia. So... It'll be a bit of a um, broken up week, but I want to try and get a new implementation that I had my first call with today. So one of our existing clients has, has signed on to do it. So I want to get that out the door before I head overseas. Awesome. Um, I want to finish some sales modules in the Profit First certification to try and nail that by the end of the quarter yep. and then finalize our landing page to get that up and try and make it official on the internet. Because although we've been doing it for the past two months, um, you know, it's not official to you on the World Wide Web and, and showing all your, your wares there. Yeah, and I just want to, like, for someone listening to this, they're going, oh, they're talking so much about landing pages. Uh, and really, you know, the, the, the reason why we do the landing pages is because we're kind of practicing, you know, the seven-day startup methodology, if you will, uh, but it's more about validating the product. And the quickest way to do it, we can spend a whole like a few months creating beautiful websites and video marketing and all these other things. But really all you need is a quick landing page which explains what the product is, who it's for, what the pain points are. And we'll link to those landing pages when they're ready. Um, but that's all you need to put in the hands of people and say, look at this. Is it right for you? Do you want to get started? Yeah. yeah? Um, so what's been your experience working on a landing page? It's been awesome. It's really honed the, the key things that people are trying to get value out of it because I've got so much knowledge about Profit First and about how it applies to businesses and um, what the adaptability of it. But when people are looking to buy a product, they need it in really simple terms and they want to know what the big value they're getting from it. So it's been awesome from a, a sales perspective in my own head to really have to drill down and simplify it into the big key takeaways. I think that that's been an awesome process. Cool. So we'll break that down in upcoming episodes. Um, so we're going to wrap up here. Mike, any last words before we uh, close the door? No, no. If you've listening till the end, you're a legend. Thanks for joining us. And yeah, we'll speak to you on the next one. And so both of us are available on LinkedIn if you want to contact us and have any questions that, that you want to ask about what we're doing and, and the different products or businesses that we're developing. Um, please reach out to Mike and to myself and we're here to really answer questions and, and grow with you. Uh, thank you for listening and uh, part two will be coming real soon. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of the Bean Ninjas podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to hit subscribe to receive notifications of upcoming episodes. We also want to give you a little thank you gift for supporting us. You can grab our free zero toolkit for small businesses. This includes our step-by-step guide to getting your zero file in order, a cash flow forecast template to help you plan for the ups and downs in your monthly cash flow, and a bookkeeping timetable template to help you stay on top of your finances and get current reporting. Simply go to beanninjas.com slash zero toolkit, enter your email, and we'll send it over to you. That's beanninjas.com slash zero toolkit to grab your free gift. Thanks again for listening.